The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to another episode of the World's Team on Blogging the Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I am joined by Paul Stewart. Hey, Paul, how are you? Yeah, I'm not too, not too bad, not too bad. How's yourself? Pretty good, pretty toasty. Um, I probably say that every single time I get on here, but until uh, we stop hitting 100 and above, I will uh, be complaining. Yeah, I I don't know what the weather forecast is going to be for me in a couple of weeks' time when I'm going to be in Greece. Uh, but I would imagine it's going to. I know. Don't don't give me that look. Uh, um, I'm there for a wedding. All right. I'm I'm not really like it's literally in the middle of nowhere in the mountains, essentially. But uh, but say that like it's I've, a bad thing. Uh, I don't know. From what I can tell, it's not really much to. There's not much there. So. But uh, but hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully the weather will be nice, but hopefully it'll be over in the hundreds. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't wish that on anybody. Uh, so hopefully it's not like that for you. But uh, as always, we, um, being me and everyone in America, are jealous of any excursions that involve um, Greece and or anywhere else that you want to go. So. <laughs> oh. Uh, sorry, I don't know if anyone could hear that, but my dog is crying in the background. He's desperate to go out. <laughs> there is absolutely no podcast that I'm on that isn't interfered with in some way by a dog, which I kind of love. And saying that, you've got three dogs you're looking after right now. I do have three dogs. It is uh, quite a task. Uh, I have Dave Hellman's dog here and uh, Kelsey Charles's dog here too. So Baby Murphy. Baby Murphy. He is a puppy. He acts like a puppy and he's very cute, like a puppy. But yeah, so <laughs> between uh, me dealing with all these dogs and the Cowboys dealing with all the stuff they're dealing with this week, there's a lot going on. Oh, certainly. Definitely. Uh, yes, it's been a, it's been, I've just finally catched up uh, what's been going on. I was on the UK Cowboys show on Thursday, and yeah, it's quite a lot's happened. What uh, What were the thoughts from the UK Cowboys show? You want to regale us? Yep, so we're very happy with the Anthony Barr signing. Um, obviously, because due to the lack of depth in the linebacker core, well, lack of numbers in the linebacker core um, at the moment, 
Anthony Barr coming in, uh, who's a f- what four-time Pro Bowler for the Minnesota Vikings. He still has probably still has a lot to contribute. It's a team-friendly deal. He's he's not really it's a one-year deal type of thing. So it's all a tick in the boxes essentially. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, we're obviously kind of like questioning about what we're going to do about the wide receiver group. And uh, and my thoughts are is, and I'm very interested to hear what your opinion is on this. I am willing to give TG Vasher the push. What I'm, uh, what does that mean? <laughs> like, so obviously he's been standing out in camp yeah. recently. So with James Washington going out. Right. And we saw what Jerry Jones was saying. It's like, why go into the market right now when we can actually have some of these guys to really step up and make make a name for themselves, which I'm totally all for. And obviously, and I hate to sound like I'm bloody Stephen Jones right now, but I'm thinking about the cap as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no, not you. Know, yeah, so in a way, like, it's probably one of those ones where one of those wide receivers that is like your um like your TJ Vasher and uh, Sammy Fajiko, now they're making plays out there in training camp this year, so they may actually this could be like one of those seasons where they completely step step up and be that wide receiver number three when Scallop comes back, etc. And well, well, wide receiver number four actually when you really put it down to because you got Jalen Tolbert as well. So then you've got CD Lamb as your wide receiver number one. So um, I don't think we don't need to go into the market right now, uh, get a wide receiver. Like you've got Odell Beckham out there. He's out there in the market. I know you're like, like, because he's an LSU guy. I get that. <laughs> but is we don't know what the status of his injury is. If we do bring him in, when is he going to return? And also he'll cost an absolute fortune so um just for those reasons alone i would pass up on that and uh, it's all the other right receivers kind of out there ty hilton he'll be kind of be expensive and stuff like that so it's kind of you're kind of left with like you are going to get players that are fully experienced if, if we're going to make any move for a right receiver we're going to end up probably making a trade or something like that like we did with amari cooper years ago um, so that's the only thing I can actually see that being the more um, move-making scenario for wide receiver, but I'd be interested to see what your thoughts are. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> my thoughts are what I think they're going to do is basically what I'm getting from everything they say. Uh, CD was asked about it. Dak was asked about it this week. Steven has commented on it. They are all holding the company line of, I feel good with who we have. Um, We have young guys. They're going to learn. They're going to get better. That's kind of what they're saying. So to me, that says we are not looking for a veteran signing. Um, So just simply going off of that, I mean, it's, it's kind of obvious that they are going to focus a lot on, um, on Schultz who we you mm-hmm. kind of be all, I mean, for good reason, because he's a tight end, not a wide receiver, but we leave that out of, you know, our thought processes when we're talking about like, who's wide receiver one, who's wide receiver two, yada, yada. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you have Dalton Schultz, you have CD. That's probably where the bulk of your, um, your throws are going to go. And I think that they think they're okay with that. And I, 
think they're crazy, but um, they already gave me a shut up signing with Anthony Barr. So what else can I ask for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and other things as well is like I'm just trying to remember everything else that we kind of spoke about. We we kind of spoke about the offensive line where uh, Matt Let's Go is trying to miss out some time as well. So that kind of puts the whole question about the swing tackle position. Uh, back into discussion again is Josh Ball going to step up is he going to be that guy to be that if ta- like it's I know it's going to sound horrible to say but there's a guarantee that Tyron Smith is not going to play all 17 games this year it's year after year after year you're talking about you probably get the, the most out of him probably 11 games if not 10 yeah. and the rest of it is down to a backup left tackle and whoever that may be if it's going to be Tyler Smith moving, shifting out and put someone else into guard, we just don't know. So, but in good news though, Tyler Smith is looking an absolute monster playing guard. Uh, he's uh, been putting, um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, defensive tackle, uh, second rounder. I can't remember his name now. He's on his last year of his contract. Uh, God, it's going to kill me now. I don't have to dribble him now. <laughs> it's so bad. That's uh, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely happy to hear that um, he is standing out in all the right ways so far at camp. Um, I do know that consistently every day we're hearing about penalties being an issue. Uh, Tyler is not being singled out in that at all. So I don't mean to like tie him with that in any way, but um, it's just obviously that was a huge point of concern with the O-line. And so just mm-hmm. like the fact that that comes up every single day is a, uh, a little worrisome, but who were who did you did you find who you were looking for? Yeah, it was Tristan Hill. That's who I was on about. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so Tristan Hill has been having a lot of uh, like he's been having a troublesome time in camp so far when he's always up against um, Tyler Smith. So, um, so it's a good it's a good uh, foundation to see how he's uh, like uh, Smith's progressing right now, and like you kind of said there as well. Um, so. I'm feeling a lot more comfortable about it. I'm very intrigued to see how um, Sam Williams is progressing. Um, I really want to see during training camp, I want to see more of the O-line versus D-line drills and stuff like that. So that's one thing I'll be t- keeping my very close eye on is just the front front force of the defense and the front force of the offense. So, but yeah, um, that's pretty much what we almost kind of covered pretty much on first day, was it first, yeah, first day show. Um, but yeah, um, but looking ahead, uh, we were just kind of talking about what type of depth levels or we're not like just talking about history is like how many players of like, would you say would like, like for like a cornerback and stuff like that, like Anthony Brown's standing out so well right now. Like he's definitely making himself look like definitely cornerback number two, like really making up some moves. He's been making some plays and a, uh, Obviously, like, like, like Kelvin Joseph, he's kind of struggling a little bit, which is kind of it's it is raising some question marks. Where is he going to be that player that we draft him for in the second round? Time will tell, but I think by next year we'll probably it's going to be a make or break year for Joseph if he doesn't stand out making plays during this training camp and going into the season as well. Yeah, it's. I can only speak for the videos that I get, um, that I see. And Mm -hmm. it's a lot of like 
Kelvin Joseph got burnt by X. It, it was TJ Vasher as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with, with that incredible catch, incredible yeah. catch. Yeah, I think I think we talked about that last time, but I mean, he has been, um, you know, consistently looking good at camp. So that's always a good sign if you yeah. have, uh, since we're not <laughs> likely not signing any more wide receivers, as we uh, kind of noted. You may never know, like, uh, it, I'm trying to remember when did we sign Malik Hooker during training camp? I think it was, like, near the tail end of training camp. We brought in some more bodies in. We brought yeah. in, like, a Hooker, and we brought in some other players as well. So, and as much as I hate to say it, Stephen Jones is kind of promising what he's saying, that we're not finished yet in free agency. So, he is sticking to his word. And even though we're being so, so critical of him, it's not, we're still not satisfied. We'll never be satisfied. <laughs> I mean, thing. your favorite Twitter account, which is the Stephen Jones. <laughs> the parody account, account. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I signed someone, now shut up. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, whoever deals with that social media account, not Stephen Jones, whatever it is, honestly, yeah. that, that person deserves a lot of praise for just being an absolute troll on the internet he actually made people really think it's actually stephen jones and stuff like that it's just making these tweets support for this show comes from sylvan learning as a parent you want your child to have every opportunity but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team now more than ever educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference that's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I mean, some of the tweets, I would believe that he actually thought of those. Maybe it's really like he's doing like a reverse, you know, it's actually Stephen Jones, but he's saying it's not. And this is way to troll. Oh, could you imagine? (laughs) Could you imagine the pure, the twisted mind of that? Oh, no. (laughs) I wouldn't put it past them. They've been uh, twisting my mind for 26 plus years, so. Uh, It's the joys of being a Cowboys fan, huh? Truly. Um, okay, so I want to get your thoughts on how the kickers are looking this week. To be perfectly honest, I've not really been paying much attention on it, but from recent couple of days, it's not been good. But yesterday, though, um, I cannot pronounce his name for the god life of me. Lilium Hara Hadj. You know, you know that. Yeah, that that guy. Yeah. He made he made three for three yesterday, I believe. So from a forty-one, a forty-three, and a, another forty-three, I believe that was the the yardage of where he kicked from, and he made those three um, spot on. But the past couple of days, um, both kickers have, have just not been really. It's it's been a concern. So and we we kind of briefly spoken this on Thursday with uh, Mike and 
uh, Rich and that from UK Cowboys. Uh, it's like, why not just bring a veteran kicker back in again, like Kai Forbath again, who knows, like, like it's better than, like, it, just for more competition and stuff like that. Like, it's going to be roll risk, high reward, essentially. So... I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I was I was joking with one of my friends. He was just like giving me his thoughts on camp. And he was like, can we just get a kicker like anybody? And I was like, we do have two anybodies in the building. I get, you got to give them a little time to get kick the rust off. But the, la- the last time I heard someone say, just get any kicker, we ended up with Brat Maher. And we know how that ended up. So no, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> ended up with uh, Kelsey suspending herself for two weeks on Twitter. Um <laughs> Um, yeah I mean special teams is something that I think I'm gonna be watching more closely in the coming weeks like this I feel like this first week it's just like this they really just got in there and they're you know they're I don't know if it's us that's keep that keeps saying the mojo moment but I I think uh I feel like I've seen like Hellman and Michaud say it too but I think that just means long range really is what I'm interpreting from practices and stuff like that. Like they're really just kind of kicking the rust off. Like I said, so it's something that I'm going to want to watch in the coming weeks, but like they are trying out different guys at like returning punts and uh, right, that yeah. out. So that, I mean, it, there's been a couple different guys. Turpin is one of them. Um, Yep, Tur- yep, Turpin was one of them. Uh, and there was a did they not bring in like Christian Salmon, our linebacker, and that they can actually play special teams as well? That was a couple of weeks ago they brought him in, but uh, I think Turpin was the, the latest addition that it was definitely more for That's special right. teams. Christian Sam got laid out by uh Michael Parsons, so I don't know if that's another <laughs> But yeah, that's that's one of those ones I think I'm going to try to focus on mostly next week. Um, I think we'll see more um, of what their plan is after, you know, just trying a couple things out this week, just, you know, playing with it. Uh, But yeah, that's I mean, everyone's concerned about the kickers right now. I think uh, I don't think they're going to bring anyone in, though. I would not be surprised whether they should or not. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, we've, we've went into previous seasons before when we've went with literally like, very slimline depth or but just, I'm not just talking about kickers, but I'm just talking about just in general where you thought, God, this is going to be a disaster, but we still managed to hang on in there. But when it comes to the kicker position, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it's going to work in our in actual in-game scenario like preseason games or during scrimmage and stuff like that. The scrimmage against the the Chargers will be very interesting. That will be when yeah. we get like how we run it. I, I don't, in fact, I don't even know. When, I'll probably need to speak to Dave on that one or Jeff or whoever, uh, uh, Jeff Kavanaugh. They might know if they're going to be doing any special teams um, like for, against each other, special teams versus special teams, like kickoff return and kickoff. So. It'll be interesting. It's definitely, definitely be in the know, but uh, he is coming back to Texas today. Thank goodness. Um, but Dave will be at the game camp, all that good stuff. So he's probably your boots on the ground for that one. Ah, right. Okay. For all of y'all that want to um, follow along, he changed his Twitter handle. I think it's David Hellman with a underscore. Underscore. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because it's obviously not part of the actual official Dallas Cowboys. He's not at the DC anymore, but uh, but uh, nice to be, it was really nice to see him on national television as well. That was cool. I know. Um, hint, hint, elbow, elbow. Maybe turn it on next Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday too. Like, who knows? Who knows what you might see? Making some moves. <laughs> He's making moves. Of course. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you, I don't know if you guys all watched uh, back in the day, like I think it was like two or three years ago, th- probably three. Um, Manny Acho was did a like little show with um, it was cover cover four. It, yeah, cover four, and it was uh, with um, a Taylor Draper and Taylor Stern, and then yeah, Manny was the original, and then they had uh, I think Barry Church, and then maybe Jesse Holly. I can't remember. Um, it had, had a be better rotation for it. Either that way. Was- Manny and uh, Dave have good rapport, so it's fun to watch them on, uh, on you know, national TV. Or for yeah. me, since I'm at work when they're doing it um, on my phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, um, I'm just going to quickly go through injuries that um, are of note. And then if I miss anybody, please uh, holler at me, Paul. Yeah, we'll um, do it. We have James Washington. He has a foot fracture. He will be out for at least two months. Yep. Um, the update on Matt Let's Go is that surgery is imminent. It's not a when, it's or it's a when, not an if. Um, so that means his timeline is going to be in flux. Yeah. Uh, tight, rookie tight end Jake Ferguson injured his hamstring. Yeah, that is a bummer. Yeah. yeah. He's like, hamstrings can be between four and six weeks, depending on how easy or how re- how much you're rest you're resting up your hamstrings. So um, that's a bit of a bummer, Chris. He was he was looking pretty decent from the very get go during camp. So yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, that one. And then um, I'm obviously switching around positions wise, obviously. But uh, Jabril Cox got he got his knee knocked into. Um, yep. It is not, uh, they are writing the line of it is not a concern. Um, so that is what I choose to believe because I want him back so badly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the notes I've got, it's, it's, just, it's just been sitting out of practice just now. That obviously yeah. the, the Cowboys are obviously they're just taking precaution right now. It's not, not, not nothing severe. So um, hopefully he should be back within the next, hopefully, and like, next next week or something or i don't know i don't know what the timeline would be but it, it would definitely be back during some point during camp for sure yeah i mean a, returning from an acl injury is nothing to play with so i like that they are taking a um a careful approach to bringing him back into fold um but i think that's all i have written down unless i miss somebody uh, so we've got Jeremy Sprinkle the tight end he's done a, he's done something to his achilles and he According to CBS reports, he is questionable for week one against Tampa Bay. So that's about a timeout. Um, Phil back, Ryan now, he is questionable with a shoulder. Uh, Rico Dwido, uh, Dwido, I cannot pronounce his set surname. I'm sorry, it's just my <laughs> accent. <laughs> yeah, it's my accent, I'm telling you. Uh, it's okay. he, uh, obviously, I think it's down to COVID. He's just, obviously, he's on COVID protocol right now. Yeah, we don't uh, need any of that at camp. 
No, we don't. And uh, uh, four, I think this is like the fifth string running back as well. I think he's down with an illness as well. Not sure if it's COVID-related or something else, but that's what's been flagged up on the CBS report. Perfect. Well, uh, as always, we hold our breath every single day to see uh, <laughs> if anyone else is going to join that list, and hopefully not. Um, all right, well... Is there anything else from camp that has stood out to you the past couple of days? That is looking like a man possessed, to be honest. Good. Be, uh, like, I'm very excited to see what Dak's look like. He's, he's, he's probably looking the most trim of camps yeah. recently. He's not looking as bulky or like like inflated. Like, like it looks like he looks as though he's going to be more that mobile quarterback again, but he's definitely been very consistent during camp. Um, he's hardly really put a foot wrong at all, really. So it's getting me very excited about that prospect. So, um, and the fact that he's getting up, given all these, like, and this is what we're kind of talking about with the right receiver course, is like all the guys, uh, like the fifth string, sixth string, the guys that are, are looking to try and get into the team, they're getting a lot more opportunities and they're getting that good rotation. So it could be like, like that whole Kelly Moore system was like, it's wide receiver by committee type of thing. It's not like you have your star wide receiver like he might like cd lamb is obviously is wide receiver number one but you might not necessarily get all the targets in game one or game five or game 10 or whatever not they might change it about to really throw different dynamics so it's really interesting to see how that plays out but but yeah but when it comes to that i'm really happy i'm happy how zeke and pollard are doing as well yeah, so, i heard uh, zeke has been really practicing his blocking He's the best pass blocker running back in the run in the league, my personal opinion. And I don't care what anyone else says, you're wrong. Like, <laughs> like the only person probably close to uh, Ezekiel Elliott in terms of the pass blocking for a running back, you probably might just give it to Derek Henry because of his sheer size. But in terms of actually making cut blocks and actually slowing down defensive tackles and and actually making reads on the edge. Zeke is right up there. Like he could easily be like a, an extra, just a general blocker in general, rather than just be a bl- running block. Uh, running block. Uh, I don't, oh my god, I can't even speak. <laughs> uh, running back. My god. <laughs> hey, you've already had a full day of like work and all that stuff. I am in the middle of mine, so I my brain's not quite as fried as yours. Just almost. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. Ju- I'm just dying to chill down and wind down and watch the new Predator movie. That's what I'm doing tonight. Nice. Yeah. If you guys wonder how uh, Paul and I figure out times to chat, it's a lot of uh, me not remembering what Texas time versus Scotland time is and being so, like, is, is this six doable? hours. It's, it's, it's always six I hours know. in total. <laughs> you would think that I could just like do that mental math in my head. Like one plus six is seven. So I'm at lunch. You're as you got off work. I don't know. One of these days I'll be a pro at it. But today is not that day. <laughs> I don't. Well, at least at least in December we don't have to worry about that time the time zone when I'm over. Exactly. So. But it's going to be a pain in the butt in a couple of weeks' time because obviously I'll be in Greece. I'm taking my microphone with me, so I will <laughs> be one. So I think it's going to be 
eight hours difference, or I can't, I don't know if it's eight hours and nine hours difference. So it's something we will literally am halfway across the world, essentially <laughs> split down the middle. If you guys were wondering if we were dedicated to the cause, I mean, here you go. This is why it's called the world's team folks. <laughs> exactly. We make it work. Um, but that is all I have for camp this week. There's some good things on the horizon for us. So we'll uh, hold on to that as we go into next week. Um, Paul, let everyone know uh, where they can find you and like what, where they can watch you next week. If you're going to be on the UK Cowboys show, when to watch that, all that good stuff. Yep, sure. Um, uh, so you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at IMPStew. And you can also check out the UK Cowboys fans, uh, which is live every Thursday. Um, which is 9 p.m. UK time, and that is 3 p.m. Central time. I'm I'm starting to get I'm starting to get my time zones correctly now as well. <laughs> it's harder than it looks. It's I try to think of it right off the ball. It's quite difficult, but yeah. yeah so 3 p.m. Central. Um, oh God, 4 p.m. Eastern. There you go. Nice. <laughs> He's got it down, folks. Um, you can follow me at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, just make sure you check out all the great content that we have for you on bloggingboys.com. We do have a show for you every single day, wherever you listen to podcasts. So make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, check us out. And we will see you ne- next week. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>